Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Team Trump Online. I'm Laura Trump, Senior Advisor to President Trump's re-election campaign. As always, folks, please be sure to like and share this broadcast with your friends and family. Tonight, I am so excited to be joined by Republican House Whip Congressman Steve Scalise. Mr. Scalise, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Yeah, Laura, great to be with you. Great to be back with you. And thank yeah. you for everything you do uh, to help the president and uh, to, to focus people on what's important this November. Obviously, we've got to, to hold the White House. President Trump's done a great job. Uh, you've been out there on the road a lot, and you do a great job representing the president and his message. So thank you for your work. Absolutely. Well, we know that it is a crucial election. And uh, in case you hadn't been paying attention, lately we have seen the radical left Democrats call to defund and dismantle the brave law enforcement in our country. And Joe Biden agrees with their cause. Let's check this clip out of Joe Biden. Uh, surplus military equipment for law enforcement. They don't need that. The last thing you need is an up-armored Humvee coming into a neighborhood. It's like the military invading. They don't know anybody. They become the enemy. They're supposed to be protecting these people. So my generic point is but that- can we agree that we can redirect some of the funding? Yes, absolutely. Okay, Congressman Scalise, you of anyone know the importance of local law enforcement. You have an incredibly powerful story. Um, yet here's Joe Biden calling police the enemy. Uh, give me your thoughts on that. Yeah, wow, Laura, that, that's a, it's, it's a frightening video. I'm glad you played it. More people need to see that uh, because Joe Biden's been trying to play both sides of this. He is for defunding police, and let's make no mistake about it. When you say you want to redirect money away from police, that's defunding police. It's the same thing. Right. Uh, for anybody to suggest otherwise, they don't understand basic math. And, and so Joe's been out there on the road trying to play this thing on both sides, but we know where he really is and the people that are surrounding him are those very people who want to defund police. And Joe Biden's agreeing with them, but it's that terminology you played. He literally referred to police officers as the enemy. And then he said, you know, kind of reminds you of the Barack Obama, you didn't build that comment. I know everybody on this, uh, this video stream knows that comment. He said, they don't need that. The police, they don't need that equipment. Right. We're talking about body armor that protects cops. I hate to tell you this, but there are bad people out there. And our great brave men and women in law enforcement are the ones that are on the front line. When we pick up the phone, it's it's the police we're calling. We don't want to go and take on those drug dealers. The police do. And many times they're shot at. They have this armor to protect themselves. Joe Biden just said they don't need that. He wants to direct that money away from. He wants to defund the police officer's ability. Look, and, and you mentioned this. I, I know firsthand just right. how important police officers are. I wouldn't be here without the bravery and heroism of police officers. David Bailey and Crystal Griner with the United States Capitol Police, they risked their lives for me and over a dozen members on that ball field when a crazed gunman tried to kill us all. Uh, it was them taking on the shooter. They both got shot during the shootout and they both kept at it until they took the shooter down because it's in their blood, it's in their DNA. They wanna help people to try to make them all out as bad people or say that they don't need the protective gear. Right. Look, they have the right to go home and see their families at night just like you and I should. Uh, and so not only are they keeping our community safe, but we owe it to them to make sure they have the tools so that they're safe, so that they can go see their, their fathers and mothers. They ought to be able to see their kids at night, too. And for Joe Biden to want to take that money away from him because there, there's these mobs out there that want to burn down buildings and take over cities. And he's OK with that. He's not speaking out against that. Clearly, President Trump's been very vocal 
in supporting law enforcement and making sure they have the tools they need and having their backs, most importantly. Our, our brave men and women in law enforcement need to know that we have their backs. You, you have their back. I have their back. Joe Biden's not out there standing up for them. And that, that look, that, that resonates. I think that's going to be a major factor in this election. Yeah, and it's interesting because for the people who are constantly trying to defend Joe Biden on this front, they say, well, he hasn't officially said that he wants to defund the police. Excuse me. This is such an important issue that you better be very clear. So the fact that Joe Biden hasn't come out and said, wait a minute, uh, no, 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 don't get me misunderstood. Uh, Congressman Scalise, he hasn't done that because guess what? The, the answer is that he does want to defund the police. You heard it right there in that last clip from him. So don't let anybody tell you differently. This is so important that, again, he has had multiple opportunities to speak out and say, you misunderstood me, yet you haven't seen that from him. And, and just right. whenever you think he can't get any crazier, don't forget that Joe Biden has now a unity platform with Bernie Sanders. And this unity platform calls to rein in qualified immunity for law enforcement. So Congressman Scalise, can you explain the harmful impact that this would have on police departments throughout America? Yeah, you know, and this is an important point too, when, you know, when Joe Biden's trying to dance on both sides of the issue thinking, you know, hey, when the camera's on, he'll say supports police. But as you saw, and I, I'm so glad that y'all were able to uncover that video because when he's hiding out in his basement, He's not just taking naps during the day. He's doing these little videos with these socialist groups trying to appease yeah. them, telling them, don't worry, wink and nod, you know, he'll defund the police. It'll When he gets president, he's going to reallocate that money away from police. That means defund police. And he's saying it. He's advocating for it. And they, the, that guy was probably making sure he could get Joe Biden on the hook. And he's like, are you sure you want to take away their money? He right. said, yes. So, I mean, we know what he's for. He said, well, he'll try to dance around and He'll never directly support police. He'll never directly condemn the rioters and the protesting that you see going on. And so then when you look at qualified immunity, this is another one of their taglines to undermine good cops. Look, mm -hmm. if there's a bad cop, I want to root them out. Every good cop I talk to says, I don't want to go into a, into a battle with, with a bad cop because they're looking for trouble. Oh, and by the way, where do we find most of the bad in these cities that are run by Democrats. I mean, look at Minneapolis. Everybody knew it was a poorly run department. The mayor never tried to fix it, the liberal you know, mayor of, of Minneapolis. And then George Floyd happens. And then they act like, wow, how did this happen? Uh, Chauvin, the police officer that was involved, uh, he was crossed, he's crossed the line multiple times. And it was Democrats who left him off the hook, by and large, uh, when he had to go before review boards. Uh, they never stopped him and, and ultimately get to the point of George Floyd. What he did, if you're a cop, by the way, and let's keep this in mind, uh, most public officials have what's called qualified immunity. A school teacher in a classroom can't be personally sued if they're doing their job. A police officer can't be personally sued if they're doing their job. It's a protection for good cops. If you cross the line and you violate uh, your duties as a police officer, qualified immunity doesn't apply to you today. Uh, so this idea that, you know, take this away for bad, from bad cops, it already is taken away from bad cops. If you cross the line and violate your oath as a cop, you don't get that qualified immunity. But the good cops need it so that the, the drug dealers don't sue them personally, which they would do tomorrow if Joe right. Biden had his way. You would undermine the ability for good cops to keep our community safe from the really bad people, the drug dealers, the gang members who are out there terrorizing communities. Qualified immunity is what protects cops, just like the body, the armor and the other things that protect 
those cops as well. So uh, we ought to take him at his word. He's saying it. He wants to do it. He wants to take away those tools from the good cops out there that keep our community safe. Yeah. And when you talk about things, by the way, like the qualified immunity question, I mean, what we are doing, what we are seeing by the way the left has demonized our law enforcement in this country by even discussing the idea of taking something like this away, which protects these individuals who are putting not only, um, you know, their their possibility of going to prison on the line here. If you take that away from them, they're already sacrificing their lives in many cases to keep our country safe. But let's talk about what's going to happen down the line. Uh, Congressman Scalise, do you think any people are going to want to become police officers if they see the way that that law enforcement is being treated around this country, if they see that people are calling to defund the police, to take away qualified immunity, which protects them, as you're saying, personally, I mean, what are we doing to the future of our country by legitimately having a conversation about these sort of things? And let me remind everybody, it's the people on the left, it's the Democrats who are for this. They are, I mean, I think it could be the end of our country if we continue to uh, go along with what these people are saying. Right. Our, our country is is based on very basic principles that, that we all have personal freedoms that come from God and that we are a nation of laws. You know, if you don't like the laws, go fight to change the laws. Don't, you know, don't go through the back door and say, well, I'll just defund the cops so that they can enforce the laws. And, you know, if you dial 911, Good luck. What are they going to send a social worker to your house to stop right. the bad guy? Try to talk him away from using a gun against you and your family. I mean, this is lunacy. And so you look at what they're doing, and you don't need to wonder what's going to happen. Go look at the great city of New York. You know, Rudy Giuliani came in as as mayor to fix that broken city when when they let this get out of control, like it right. like you see De Blasio trying to do. You know, and De Blasio literally just said he's going to take a billion dollars out of the police force. Well, gee whiz, who's going to be a cop? But the, what's even worse is now you've got a line all the way around the Empire State Building of good cops who are retiring. Yep. If you're a cop today and you want to retire early, you have to wait in a line because uh, the, over the last couple of weeks, the good cops have said, why do I want to be a part of this? Exactly. If the mayor doesn't have my back, the city council doesn't have my back, they're going to take away the money that keeps me safe so I can go home and see my family at night. I'm going to get out of this business. And then what's left? Who's going to protect a great city like New York? I mean, Home values are going to go through the, the floor. And, and you look at New Jersey, people are trying to just get out of the city. That's not what we want to see the rest of America become. It's not who we are as a nation. We love the, the men and women in uniform that keep us safe, uh, our brave men and women in uniform that, that defend us uh, through our military. Uh, those are things that we, we love and cherish as Americans. And the idea that you've got these socialists that want to undermine that, that want to take that away uh, and, and defend really truly take away this the safety uh valve that holds our communities together we're not going to let it stand donald trump is not going to let that stand uh, that's why this election is so important in november yeah and you just alluded to uh the democrat run cities i mean congressman scalise if you've watched anything on tv in the past month or two, what you see are Democrat-run cities across this country completely overwhelmed by anarchists, causing total chaos, total destruction. <clears throat> this is especially true for Portland. Let's watch this clip. Trump administration will not stand by and allow anarchy in our streets. Law and order will prevail. And I have a short video for you because I want it to be real uh, what is happening right now in Portland. So if we could play that video, that'd be great.
All right. Uh, we were not expecting that video, and um, our management here at Fox News has decided we will pull away from that at this time. Wow. Well, that is uh, it's, it's a lot to take in, Congressman Scalise. And uh, you heard our great press secretary, Kaylee McEnany, there say, not peaceful protests. Although if you listen to certain media outlets, if you listen to certain Democrats talking out there, they'll tell you it's all peaceful protests. So, Congressman Scalise, do you think it's time that local leaders in cities like Portland hold these anarchists accountable for their crimes? Yeah, my gosh. I mean, when you watch that, and then Kelly did a good job of laying out that video, putting together the clips, it's real. We've seen it. Uh, you see some of these Democrats in Washington trying to deny that it exists. I don't know what fantasy world they're living in, uh, but it's happening. And it, you know the kind of cities. It's these liberal utopian cities where they, they act like, hey, everybody can do whatever they want. We're all going to love each other. And then you watch what the anarchists do. They're not about love. They're about hate. They're about destruction. You know, you're, you saw that woman talking to the cops. She wanted them to die. She wanted them to oh. burn their police precinct down. Terrible. My goodness. I mean, you know, if something went wrong in her house, who would she call? Would she right. literally call the social worker or she'd be the first one to pick up the phone and beg the police to get over there and save her? And you know what? They would do it because that's who they are. That's who that's we are. Right. Uh, that's who the president is. The president supports law and order. You just saw videos of what Joe Biden's America would look like because he's OK with that. He's never denounced that kind of anarchy. You see some of these mayors where they've literally let parts of their city be taken over. I never even heard what a chopper or a Chaz zone was before. I thought it was you know, the summer months of ago. love, Congressman. Wow. Was that not it? They said, yeah, the, this isn't Woodstock. Love, no? I mean, my goodness. I mean, but it's... you'll let let the whole country see what they want to do to America. That's yeah. what they're about. I mean, they're all liberal mayors uh, and they're all liberal governors in those states. Uh, and they would be the people that Joe Biden uh, would be embracing. Uh, Donald Trump at least said, I'm going to send federal troops in to protect right. federal buildings where they're literally trying to destroy federal buildings. Uh, they, they, and by the way, all of these people that talk about the environment, and all, they leave behind the biggest piles of trash and rubbish and broken uh, broken down buildings, shattered windows. Yeah. You know, what's the carbon footprint of these these anarchists that are out there burning down cities? Great question. Maybe we should start asking them that. I want to go let's, back to what you just said, though. Let's see if they'll give us though. that. <laughs> the, the anarchists are also destroying federal property, as you just mentioned, and tearing down monuments from George Washington to Frederick Douglass. It's now at the point where President Trump is having to, as you just mentioned, deploy federal authorities in order to protect America's history. Can you explain, Congressman Scalise, to our viewers how President Trump has a constitutional right to deploy federal authorities in circumstances like this? Because there's a lot of confusion out there. And if you listen to some people on the left, they would have you think that the president is going in with federal troops to peaceful neighborhoods and just causing chaos. It's quite the opposite, though. It's so true. And, you know, in normal times, you go to a federal building and there are 
federal officers. Each agency has their own, in essence, law enforcement agency. I mean, you go to a national park and there are park police. Guess what? If you try to deface a national park uh, in normal times, they are there to stop you from doing it. Why in these times should they not be protecting those same buildings? I mean, they literally are trying to tear down George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, uh, as you mentioned, Frederick Douglass, Christopher Columbus. You know, it's it, it doesn't end. And Andrew Jackson, I mean, you go uh, down the line. And, and again, there's a proper way. If you don't like something, you go petition your government. It's part of the First Amendment of the Constitution. But the president takes an oath to, among other things, keep Americans safe. He's got a duty as commander in chief to keep us safe uh, from enemies, both foreign and domestic. I think some of those people forget that part of the president's oath. Thank goodness President Trump doesn't forget that part of his oath because he is protecting us from enemies, foreign and domestic. And if somebody comes and tries to kill cops, tries to burn down buildings uh, and kill people along the way, we've seen it uh, in, in St. Louis, the retired police officer, so tragic, shot by a right. looter, murdered in cold blood. I didn't hear any of these groups out there going and, and, and talking about how important uh, that, that loss of life was and, and how we all need to stand up against that. But President Trump has been very vocal uh, in standing up for the rule of law and in keeping Americans safe. It's part of his job. I'm glad that he is maintaining that part of his constitutional oath. I guess Joe Biden would say, well, I'll keep you safe unless some radical socialist is coming to burn your house down. Then then I guess he's going to let him do it. I mean, what, yeah, what, do you, okay. what, what is yeah. your job? What is your responsibility? Uh, you'd be shirking it if you didn't work to keep Americans safe. Thank God President Trump is in office uh, carrying out his duty to keep us safe. Yep. Amen to that. And it's it's sad that we have to say this, but I would like to remind people it is illegal to tear down a statue without going through the proper channels and getting an approval of some variety to do that in the proper way. That is illegal. Defacing property is illegal. Uh, violence is illegal. Looting is illegal. Burning down buildings, Congressman Scalise, all <laughs> illegal. And it's sort of shocking but it, it warrants saying because there are so many people out there that are saying, well, let's just turn the other cheek or that's the implication out there. Well, this is OK, because in this instance, we're going to let these individuals do that. And it's exactly what you just said. And Joe Biden's America, make no mistake about it, folks, those things, it's going to be a turn the other cheek situation. And Donald Trump's America, he's sending people in to keep Americans safe, to uphold the laws of the land. And without those. I mean, what do we even have here? So yeah, without um, rule of law, you have anarchy and, and you right. get to see now what it would look like. I mean, you look at these cities. This isn't a theoretical debate anymore, Larry. You know this. You're, I right. think your viewers know it. But this is why we all need to be telling our friends that aren't sure what they're going to do. Or, you know, maybe they, they think Joe Biden's just this friendly guy who's going to, you know, whatever their viewpoint is of him. This is who Joe Biden is. He's never stood up against this. He has enabled it. Uh, and, and in many cases, he's embraced that activity. He's for defunding police. He's yeah. he's never spoken up against that kind of violence and looting. And yet it's going on and it's going to get more widespread if you don't have a strong commander in chief like we have in Donald Trump. That's right. All right. Well, thank you, Congressman Scalise. Uh, I want you to stay with us and everybody at home. Stay right where you are. We're going to take one quick commercial break. Be right back. The radical left-wing mob's agenda? Take over our cities, defund the police, pressure more towns to follow, and Joe Biden stands with them. Cutting police funding. Yes, uh, absolutely. Eliminating cash bail, letting criminals back on the street, violent crime exploding, innocent children fatally shot. 
Who will be there to answer the call when your children aren't safe? I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. Joe Biden's failed old liberal ideas would crush our economy just as it's recovering. Higher taxes on families, crippling regulations, trade deals that ship jobs to China. President Trump led us to the strongest economy in history. He did it his way, not the Washington way. And he's doing it again. Renewing, restoring, rebuilding. 2.5 million new jobs, the biggest jobs increase ever. And he's just getting started. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. Welcome back to Team Trump Online. I'm Laura Trump, and I'm joined by Congressman Steve Scalise. So, Congressman Scalise, Joe Biden refuses to condemn the movement to defund the police, as we have already noted. He wants to eliminate qualified immunity, and he refuses to back the brave men and women in blue against these violent rioters. Can you talk about the totality of Biden policies and how disastrous a Joe Biden presidency would be for America's safety? Yeah, Laura, I think people are finally starting to get a glimpse of what Joe Biden's America would look like as he's been rolling out different pieces of his agenda. And frankly, it's not his. I mean, Bernie Sanders is writing a lot of this. AOC is writing a lot of this. I've never seen a case before where a candidate wins a nomination from a party and then embraces the platform of the most farthest right. uh, element of their base. And, and so you look at what, what he's laying out, it's the socialist agenda. And you can look at Joe Biden's 50 plus year career. He stood for every point of every issue. He's, he's got no core where you could say, Joe Biden's been consistent on this or that. He's literally all over the board. And so today, who is advising him is really important for us to watch because it is the most far left radical socialist element of the Democrat Party uh, that are telling him what to do. And he's taking it. Yeah, and he's saying this is what I'll do on energy. He just talked about an energy policy where you'd ban fracking in the state of Pennsylvania, killing thousands of jobs and making us less secure. We'd be more reliant on Russian energy if Joe Biden's policy is in place. So it's good that he's laying it out because it shows America what he really wants to do to change this country in a negative way. We're not going to let it happen. President Trump uh, has clearly got a different path. We know what the president's done. He's delivered uh, for working men and women, the forgotten women. He, he was rebuilding our middle class before COVID broke out with the lowest unemployment amongst African-Americans and Hispanics in the history of our country. And he's going to rebuild it again. I think most people in this country know, you know, you say which candidate for president is best suited to rebuild the economy, to get us back to the great growth we were seeing just a few months ago. By far, clearly Donald Trump uh, wins that debate every day. And I think that's going to be the primary debate is who can rebuild the economy. Once we get, I think we're going to get a vaccine for COVID. I've seen some incredible research being done we would right. not be at the place where the FDA is in stage three testing of a number of major therapies and vaccines for COVID-19. That would have been years away. But Donald Trump said, I'm going to move all the red tape out of this agency and say we're putting the focus of the federal government on curing this. He doesn't get enough credit for it, but that is only happening because of Donald Trump's leadership. And then once we get beyond that on the health crisis, then who's best to lead us through the economic crisis? Far and away, Donald Trump leads on that question. That's right. Well, by the way, I'm glad you brought that up about the, the vaccine, because it would be interesting to compare the average time that generally a vaccine takes to, to go through all the trials and the testing and with all of the red tape you mentioned and contrast that with President Trump and, and this situation where you see him doing exactly, Congressman, what he has done 
every step of the way in his first three and a half years in office, which is cut through the red tape, which is get things moving at these incredible speeds so that we can provide a vaccine to, uh, to the people of our country. It really is worth noting. That would be an interesting graphic to have there. Uh, you talked about the fact, by the way, that Joe Biden has been very inconsistent on where he stands. There's one person that's always been consistent on where he stands, President Donald Trump. And he's gone above and beyond to protect our brave law enforcement who risk life and limb defending the peace. Congressman Scalise, can you explain to us why it's so important to have a leader like President Trump who will always back our brave law enforcement officers out on the front lines, who stays consistent on this and so many other things? Yeah, Laura, I think this is something that people might might have in normal times taken for granted that, you know, of course, we support our men and women in uniform. It's not the case right now. Uh, again, you, you hear Joe Biden out there when you can uncover the videos you know, when he emerges from the basement, he literally is talking to some of these far left groups, promising them, don't worry, wink right. and nod, he's going to defund police. He says it. He literally says he's going to reallocate money away from them. That's defunding police. And then he doesn't back them up. And this is what's most important. You know, if a cop on his best day is out there doing the right thing and some bad guy comes with a gun and there's a shootout uh, and, and, and the bad guy gets shot and then every everybody you look at says, OK, the cop did the right thing. They still are, have some people that go after that cop. You've got right. to be able to defend good cops and differentiate between good and bad cops. Joe Biden's not doing that. He says he's going to defund all cops. And so what President Trump has done, and, and I'm so glad you brought up the point, that he's delivered on everything he said. You know, you name a position the president's took, I'll show you a delivery action item where he's gotten it done. He said he's going to rebuild the economy. We cut taxes, put more money in the pockets of families, and rebuilt the hottest economy in the world. And everybody was benefiting from it. And he's going to rebuild it again. But if you look at what he's doing now, he's taken on this COVID crisis. China started it. You know, you got the left trying to ignore that China started it. Uh, the president immediately took action and said, we're going to put a travel ban in place from China because they were lying to us and the rest of the world. Well, guess what? You had Joe Biden out there saying he's xenophobic. You had uh, Nancy Pelosi saying, hey, come to Chinatown uh, and criticizing the president. Well, lo and behold, it turns out the president's decisive action saved thousands of lives. And they criticize him no matter what he does. If he cured the disease tomorrow, they'd find a way to criticize that. But the bottom line is he's focused on delivering for the hardworking men and women of this country and the forgotten men and women who counted on him, who said, we're going to take a chance on him. And he's delivered on every front. Joe Biden, name me a, a problem he solved. He was vice president for eight years. He's talking still today about problems that he never even tried to resolve right. with the vice president of the United States. In fact, he helped create some of these disasters. You know, Al-Qaeda, remember they called uh, Al-Qaeda and ISIS. The ISIS was the JV team. JV. And next yeah. day they're running all around the world. President Trump said, we're going to take him out. You know, al-Baghdadi, gone. Uh, Soleimani, gone because of President Trump's leadership. And they criticized that too, by the way. The good news is President Trump doesn't let it deter him. He wakes up every morning fighting for those men and women who were left behind by the Joe Bidens of the world who had been in politics for 50 years and, and have no moral compass, never fought for any one particular cause, never delivered for any particular cause. Uh, you're seeing Donald Trump deliver every day. He's going to continue delivering. And I think that's what's going to be what puts him over the top again this November. Absolutely. Well, President Trump has also launched Operation Legend. It's an initiative that's named after a four-year-old boy named Legend who was uh, sadly fatally shot in Kansas City. Let's watch this clip of Legend's mother. I want to thank God for giving me the strength to withstand today. Um, 
Operation Legend is not to harass, it's not to harm or to hurt. It is to help investigate unsolved murders in which one of those happened to be our innocent four-year-old son. This operation is personal to us. We want justice for our son and others. We have to take a stand in our communities and speak up to help this operation be successful. My one and only child who fought through open heart surgery at four months is gone due to senseless gun violence. Children are supposed to be our future and our four-year-old son didn't make it to kindergarten. I stand here today as a mother fighting against violence for my son, Legend Talaferro. My family and I support Operation Legend, and we strongly want our community and everyone else behind us. Oh. Well, absolutely heartbreaking to uh, see that mother there talking about her son. Congressman Scalise, can you explain the importance of Operation Legend and what it means to communities that may have been plagued with violence? Yeah, Laura, it really was hard to watch that because unfortunately we see this playing out in so many cities across the Mer America right now where uh, you know, the legend telefaros of the world are, are being left behind. They're not uh, being thought of in, in some of these marches where uh, you know, you'll see a big city like Chicago where there might be 15 murders over the weekend. And right. it seems like nobody is talking about that. Just because a mayor decides to, to just give away control of their city and make a decision that they're not gonna protect the people in that community, the people in those communities still deserve protection. Uh, we're Americans. We look out for each other. Right. Do they really think that President Trump should just sit in the White House and go, it's not my problem, it's Chicago? Well, you know what? He's not taking that attitude. He said, I took an oath to defend and protect every American. And if there's an American in a city where the mayor uh, has told the police force to stand down and just let the, the, the you know, violent elements run wild, uh, President Trump said, I'm not going to sit by. And, and he's put in place Operation Legend to help protect people in those communities. And thank God he's doing it uh, because we don't need uh, more deaths like Legend Talafaro. And, and his mom just gave that, that heartwarming tribute to him, but said it shouldn't be going on. And there should be more outrage against these mayors because, you know, right. maybe they think they're making a political statement, but they're undermining the safety of the taxpayers, the hardworking families in those communities who deserve the same protection that you and I deserve. You know, you shouldn't be more safe in a community uh, based on uh, who your mayor is. Uh, and so the fact that you've got some of these mayors that just think, hey, and by the way, a lot of them have their own personal protection, but they're taking away your protection. Yeah. That says a lot, by the way. And you saw that going on in Minnesota, where in Minneapolis, they wanted to defund police, but they had their own private security. That's the height of hypocrisy. And it tells you what liberalism and socialism is all about. The rules that they want to apply to you, they don't live by themselves. And I think people ought to take note of that. Thank God President Trump has Operation Legend in place to keep communities safe, even if the mayor doesn't want to keep those citizens safe. Yeah, it's almost shocking, uh, by the way, that in the United States of America, you can have mayors who take an oath of office whenever they are sworn in to protect their citizens, to protect the businesses in their communities. And they are not doing that. And if you talk, Congressman Scalise, to a lot of the individuals who actually live in these areas that have been plagued by violence, they want help. They yeah. want people to come. They deserve that protection. And why should they Absolutely. get less protection than someone else just because they've got a bad mayor? And yeah. so that's what President Trump has said, you know, and, and they're going to fight it. You know, good. Let's have this fight. Let's have this debate. 
before this country to say, if your mayor chooses uh, to try to play some social experiment by making your neighborhood less safe and taking the police off the streets, when the call comes in, you want somebody to answer that call. And if the mayor won't help help you, at least President Trump is willing to help you. You deserve that protection no matter which community you live in. And that's what President Trump is saying with Operation Legend. Thank God he's doing it. Yeah, thank God. All right. Well, Congressman Scalise, I, I want to get your final thoughts, but I, I want to kind of switch gears here a little bit. Can you touch on the importance of safely reopening schools this fall? Because it is a hot topic, something that everybody's talking about. Yeah, Laura, this is so important that we safely reopen schools. It's not a question of if we can do it. Clearly, there are protocols uh, for safely reopening schools. And some, most communities are, are, are going down that road and they're doing the work. And it's hard work in some cases to, to readjust some classrooms. And sure, you've got to go buy a hand sanitizer and more masks and other equipment. Uh, which, by the way, we've put federal money in place for, so nobody can say it's a lack of funding. It's a lack of will in some of these places, and that's what's so disappointing. Is it's it's not about us as adults, you know. Our responsibility and our local school board's responsibility is to those children. There's over 50 million children in this country who rely on a vital, functioning K through 12 education system, and we have to have it working for them. Uh, there are studies, the American Academy of Pediatrics just came out with a really good set of guidelines, first of all, for how to safely reopen. Again, you can do it. It's not a question of whether you can do it. The American Academy of Pediatrics shows you how you can safely reopen, but they also talk about what it does to hurt the kid if you're not having that in-classroom experience right. that was taken away. You know, we all homeschooled. I'm a, I, I'm a parent, you're a parent. We, we had to homeschool these last few months. It yeah. was the same. I mean, God bless homeschoolers. I love uh, the people that want to do that. But for most people, they want the in-school experience and those kids need it. And the Academy of Pediatrics talked about the damage you're doing to kids by not providing it. So shame on anybody who doesn't roll up their sleeves and say, you know what, we're going to figure out how to get it done. We're America. We put a man on the moon. We can surely provide a safe experience for in-classroom learning. And again, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Go look at the many, many school systems across the country who have already made that decision for those school systems that are just choosing not to do it because it might be too tough. Uh, they're denying millions of kids the opportunity to get the education they deserve in person with their fellow classmates. It's not the same experience online. Rural broadband becomes an issue. You've got other things. Just go figure out how to do it for these kids. And by the way, if there's never been a better argument for uh, the ability for uh, vouchers or charter schools or you know just the idea that the money should follow the child, if your local school system isn't willing to educate your, your children, shouldn't you be able to take those dollars somewhere else? where they Absolutely. are safely willing to educate your kids. Uh, bet No better argument uh, for the money following the child than this. Very, very smart. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Congressman Scalise, I want to say a big thank you uh, for taking the time to join us this evening. Always great to hear from you. And thank you to everyone at home for thank tuning you. in as well. All right, we will see you again next time right here at Team Trump Online. God bless. Vote Trump.